Welcome to Just Jive Pod. I'm Jerome. And I'm Jesse. We are happy that you can join us today as we um, have session one. Second session. Yeah, session one. Here we go. Yeah. Um, today, we're going to be talking a little bit about our uh, hometowns, our upbringing. But I think really the biggest thing we really want to emphasize this week is this idea of a culture shift. Yeah, yeah, a culture shift and just um, what, what really that looks like in different stages of our life, right? Yeah, um, we'll get into it more, but Jesse, what are we drinking today? So last week um, in session zero, I had recommended my um, current brewery. It's a Boomtown Brewery. So I decided that this week we would be drinking something from it. Um, it's actually called Mike Check, um, spelled C-Z-E-C-H. Mm. Um, it's a Pilsner. And what do you think? Just took my first sip. I'm going to take another one. Swiggle around a little bit. I really like this one a lot because it's a great opener um, to a lot of evenings. It's a really nice light beer. Um, I feel like I can drink it yeah, in the morning or just an opening to the evening and it's great. Uh, yeah, no. It, very refreshing. Um, I like, in a way, like when I first took that first sip, I was like, oh, is this an IPA? Like, there was almost like that. There's a kick at first, but yeah. then it's, uh, it, it dies down. I like it a lot. Yeah, for a, for a Pilsner class, it's like, it's, it's pretty flavorful. And that's the thing I do enjoy about it. Um, they, and that's kind of the motto of, again, don't want to take too much time, but just like Boomtown Brewery, um, a lot of their stuff is pretty unique. Um, they do a slightly different twist on a couple beers, and it's pretty fun. Yeah, well... I'm going to be enjoying this uh, for the rest of this podcast. Hopefully you guys are drinking or eating something good or driving or something, doing dishes, whatever it might be. But I hope you guys are able to just jive with us as we uh, go into session one. So a little bit more about our topic today. Um, I think both Jesse and I, we grew up very differently. Um, our communities growing up in our hometowns are quite drastically different um where uh i am from thousand oaks california which is a uh mostly caucasian um, not a lot of not too much diversity area and while and i grew up in arcadia um or san gabriel valley which is predominantly um asian um a lot of chinese a lot of chinese people there and we ended up going uh, to a college college town that was almost completely opposite from what we were used to and yeah, different yeah. from each other. So, um, yeah, that's going to kind of be our topic today. Um, hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, so um, we're going to start us off. I'm going to just ask a couple questions for Jerome and just to kind of dissect a little bit about his experience and then we'll kind of take turns um, seeing how that experience has affected us. Um, so the first question I have for you, Jerome, is what was it like for you growing up in Thousand Oaks, um, especially as a minority? Yeah. Um, you know, growing up in Thousand Oaks, I I was very new to America. Um, it was my first city in America that I immigrated from uh, when I was three years old. I was born in Taiwan Wow. Um, moved to Japan for three years uh, because that's where my uh, my father was working. And when I was three, I came to America with this little 
Asian kid running around the streets speaking Japanese and Chinese, not a lick of、uh, English. And yeah, I mean, you guys can kind of picture me running around.、Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think growing up, being one of the only Asian kids in my school,、um, it actually wasn't too bad. I think, especially in elementary school. Okay. I think it's mainly because kids just kind of play. Yeah.、Uh, they, they don't see color, they don't see differences.、Um, so, elementary school was okay, but I'd say the,、uh, the vision started to happen like later on in middle school and then in high school, where there, there were more、uh, Asian, like Asian Americans around and whatnot, but Instead of just playing around, hanging out with people, it became a.、Um, people started noticing the differences between people more.、Um, Interesting. I remember there were like fights between, like, within a friend group that happened, I think, in like sixth or seventh grade. And all of a sudden, like, there was like a chasm,、um, a split between certain friends. And then that ultimately caused. You know, oh, because I'm more like this guy, I'm gonna go here. And then all of a sudden, all these divisions happened. And then I found myself like, I, I wasn't just hanging out with people anymore. And I,、hmm. I didn't even know what my Denny was. I wasn't a white kid who liked,、um, you know, punk rock and skateboarding. Or,、yeah. you know, like I had to find my place. And I, being the Asian kid with, in, the, in the midst of all that, I, I felt like an outsider. Yeah. And I really didn't know how to find my place. And that disconnect. Started to be very apparent.、Um, of course, you know, you're growing up in a white town,、um, mostly、yeah. white town, I should say.、Yeah. Um, there were some racist kids、mm. um, who called me、uh, racial slurs and just mocked an Asian, you know, Ching Chong accent kind of thing.、Yeah. Um, but it wasn't so much like that type of bullying that was the, the most difficult part. It was just more、right. so this feeling of, Oh, you're cool with, we're cool with you, but you're ultimately an outsider.、Mm. Um, and because of that, I think to answer your question, like, how was it like being a minority? It, it was a love hate relationship with、mm. the Chinese culture that I was,、um, that I had.、Um, and the, it was mostly hate、mm. back, in, back in a thousand oaks. The love kind of came later.、Um, As、when you I, got older? When I got older,、uh, when I、okay. went to、uh, UCI and kind of、uh, saw a little bit deeper into my heritage that I didn't see、um, back in Thousand Oaks. Right. So,、um, just a little,、uh, just an aside,、um, how did your parents decide to go to Thousand Oaks as, as opposed to like some other place, you know? Yeah, it, it was because of my dad's job. Okay.、Um, he, I'm not sure if it was like transfer to a, like a,、um, Sister company or something, but ultimately it was there's a job in、um, the Thousand Oaks area, and、um, we came here. And what was kind of crazy was that my aunt, my mom's sister,、uh, was already living in Thousand Oaks、um, at、oh, that、wow. time. So it was just like all these stars aligned, and then we stayed with them for a while, and then、yeah. the rest is history.、Yeah. 
Okay, so you um, you said you went to UCI, um, which for those who don't know, it's University of California in Irvine, which is um, about halfway between Los Angeles and San Diego, I would say, just about. Um, so what were your expectations leaving um, Thousand Oaks, um, a hometown where you were a minority, and then going to college where um, you, I don't think, were a minority anymore? Not really. I think it's like 50% Asian or something. Um Man, that's that's a really great question because I think, to be honest, I just didn't know what to expect. Um, I heard rumors that UCI was like this, you know, heaven for Asian food, um, you know, very mm, good boba, yes. like good, all this, all these things that I was really not that accustomed with. But I was like, all right, that's, it'll be fun. Um, I didn't have many expectations and it kind of relates to you actually is yeah. that my only real experience with like a town of asian people was like 99 ranch in like san gabriel valley i just kind of imagined <laughs> like i'm gonna be at a place where there's all these old grandmas pushing me around with their carts and like hey get out of the way you know like, yeah yeah you want some free samples of like beef noodle soup or whatever like <laughs> yeah that's kind of what i imagined but clearly it wasn't like that in irvine and, and uci is, is a lot more <laughs> Definitely more young, a lot more hip. Hmm. Um, but I think what was so interesting was that I found people that were like me in the sense of like they're Asian Americans. They either were born here or were, were here at a really early age. Right. But what was weird was that they were proud to be Asian. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I, I was all my life, I was like trying to make myself as not Asian as possible right. and hence the love-hate relationship. And as I spent my time in Irvine, like I grew to love the food more. Like, oh man, like I, I used to be like, dude, only in and out, you know, like I love mm -hmm. hamburgers. Mm -hmm. I love, um, I was like, screw Chinese food. Like, but then I was like, yeah, man, let's go to, uh, you know, A&J, let's go to, uh, you know, like all these awesome like Chinese restaurants and, I think that's where it became like, oh, I can find pride in my culture. Um, and if not like a pride, at least it could be normal to be an Asian American. Right, right. right. And I think that's really where I, this term of Asian American really start to like come up in my life. I was like, oh, it's not just an Asian in a crowd. It's like there's an actual Asian American community in America, in California that really stands out. And I think... That was my expectation, like, going in, which is none. Mm -hmm. But then after years in Irvine, I was like, huh, things are kind of changing. Yeah. Did that play into your decision to go to UCI? Or um, did, did that just kind of happen? It didn't. Uh, it really didn't at all. Um, I have a cousin who went to Irvine who's a little bit older. He didn't really tell me much about, like, just how Asian it was. Um, I... I didn't know how Asian it was until the literally the day I kind of set foot on the campus. I was like, Oh my, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was different for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just reflecting on the experience in Thousand Oaks and, and Irvine, um, how do you feel like that's shaped who you are now? Yeah, I think nowadays it looks different. Mm. Um, time to time to be honest it's, it's something i still kind of wrestle with at at um a certain points of my life um 
there are days when I feel kind of confused where I'm just like, do I try to be as Asian as possible and like、um, focus in on culture, on traditions, on like all these things, or do I kind of fight to not conform to those you know, traditions? Yeah. And I think. That's kind of more of the negative side of my takeaway from this whole experience. is I, I sometimes I go back and forth because I was so used to being a oh, I'm not conforming to、uh, like Chinese things, but then all the way to in Irvine is like, oh, it's actually like normal too.、Um, but then there's also a positive spin to it, which is more hopeful, I think, where、um, I'm a part of something new. Um, as, as all of us are. You right, know,、like、right. We're a part of a new culture、um, where there are upcoming second gen, first gen, 1.5 gen. I think technically it kind of suits me more.、Um, mm-hmm. Where we're defining, we get to define what,、um, what that looks like, which is something that I'm always been, I've always been really adamant about. It's like, I don't want to conform just because it's been there. We're in America, we have,、um, it, it's a balance of things, right? Like finding the perfect harmony where we don't have to just conform, but we also don't need to throw away culture, right? Yeah. And the thing is, like, as different cultures can be, there's always synergy, there's always a harmony that could、um, play into it. So I think that's kind of where I'm at right now.、Um, still learning, still growing. Yeah.、Um, But it's been quite a wild,、uh, wild ride. Yeah. My last question for you is、uh, What would you recommend、um, for someone who's moving into an area and they are a minority or、um, not just maybe ethnicity wise, but maybe like hobby wise or、um, age wise? They might move into a younger neighborhood or an older neighborhood.、Um, what would you say is your biggest、um, uh, encouragement for them going into that kind of situation? I think don't be afraid. And what I mean by that is ultimately, you know, we live in a society, especially, you know, in climates where、um, people, I think, genuinely, genuinely do want to learn, right? And if you're a minority or you're、um, kind of like an outsider and whatnot, I think、um, put yourself out there, you know,、hmm. like definitely go learn new things, go learn about new cultures, go meet new people. Um, and I think that's, you know, oddly enough,、uh, that's kind of what happened to me where when I went from Thousand Oaks to Irvine, it was like I was able to learn about all these different、uh, Asian cultures. Like, I, I didn't know, like, I, I didn't really have a lot of Korean friends. I didn't have a lot of like Filipino friends. And all of a sudden, like, I'm learning about these things. And it's,、um, it's all been like such. Such a cool experience getting to know yeah, them. You know?、Yeah. So, whether it's your minority or even a non minority, I think my general advice is just man, like, put yourself out there and be、uh, open minded. Awesome. Well, thanks for t- telling us about your experience growing up、sure. um, in a, a pretty interesting、uh, opposite situation, right? Yeah. So, Jesse,、um, growing up in Arcadia is definitely different than growing up in、um, Thousand Oaks. But yeah. You know,、um, how was it? You know, how was your childhood growing up in a predominantly Asian neighborhood? 
Yeah, so actually, now that you、um, brought it up, I got to give you a little bit more context to this. So, initially, I grew up in Alhambra,、uh, which is also in the same、uh, vein, which is a predominantly Chinese American or Chinese population.、Um, but I actually went to a school where、um, it was pretty diverse.、Um, I went to an elementary school that、um, was diverse amongst,、um, again, predominantly Asians, but there was still a good amount of Caucasians.、Uh, we had Um, I think one black kid and then a couple Hispanic kids.、Um, but our experience as, as, as far as school was pretty diverse, actually.、Um, but as far as like just at home and just being around, yeah, I was definitely predominantly Asian.、Um, I ended up leaving that、um, school to go to Arcadia, which was very, very Asian.、Um, I think upwards at that time of like 70 plus percent Asian、wow. in, in all the school districts. Were all the、um, schools, whether middle school, high school. And that was definitely a shift for me.、Um, my parents had raised me pretty Chinese as far as like, you know, speaking Chinese at the house,、um, you know, eating Chinese food. My parents are、um, immigrants to the States and I was born here. And for me, it was just part of who I was.、Um, I didn't necessarily have. Like an experience where I regretted being Chinese going to school or anything like that.、Uh, but it was, it was just part of life and it felt、right. normal. Yeah. So, what community, like, since you've been in like so many different settings, even just growing up in,、um, in both、uh, Alhambra and Arcadia,、uh, was there like a community that you felt like you associated with the most? Yeah, so I was torn between two big communities.、Um, first, being my, my classmates in Alhambra, because we're just, it's a small private school and it was a class of what, 30 kids or something like that. So, you know, we were day in, day out with the same kids、um, for years and years and years. Maybe a newcomer here and there, but、um, that was definitely a huge part of my community. But the other big part of my community was actually, so I, I attended church when I was younger as well.、Um, and Same thing there.、Um, we ha- it was big enough where we actually had enough kids to fill a grade as well.、Right. So I was with like 35 of like peers of the same age,、um, guys and girls, and we were just getting together like once, twice a week. And, and that's where a lot of community was too. So I felt actually torn between these two one, which was a very diverse、um, community, which One of my best friends growing up when I was younger was、um, a Caucasian kid. He was a bigger,、um, bigger kid, but he was like a big teddy bear.、Uh, he, <laughs> he was always friendly, always welcoming. Had, I went over to his house to celebrate, play games. And, and then I was torn between my、um, other community, which is actually predominantly Asian. And that、um, we would hang out like all day and just play games, but I wouldn't see them for like the rest of the week until maybe like the end of the week and then see them once again. So, That was, I feel like both those experiences definitely drew, drove me, but I don't think, again, I think you mentioned it, but、um, when you're kids, you're just playing. It doesn't matter who you're playing with,、right. um, and you're just hanging out together. But I think as you get older,、um, you kind of notice those, those shifts. So your hometown was, you know, definitely looking more like a,、um, where you felt like you definitely belonged, like you kind of fit in. Yeah, yeah.、Um, So, you went to Biola、um, for、uh, undergrad. Yes. Yeah, which is in、uh, La Habra? La Mirada. La Mirada. Translates、uh, to The View. The View. <laughs> nice. 
I don't think、uh, anyone really knows that and really cares. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So it's.、Uh, can you describe kind of like、uh, what that change was like from going from Arcadia to Biola, which was、um, kind of a different setting, right? Yeah. So it's a bit of a 480.、Um, the reason I say that is、um, one angle, I started in a、um, Asian American neighborhood, but went to a Private school where it was pretty diverse. Then I flipped over to the other side,、um, going to Arcadia, which is just predominantly、um, Asian Americans,、um, both community and school. And then flipping back around,、um, actually more so now, I moved into an area where it was predominantly Caucasian and the school was also predominantly Caucasian. I think it,、um, when I attended, it was 80% Caucasian、um, and then 20% fill in everything else. Right. So that was.、Um, A big contrast, too. And、uh, I think for me, it was interesting because I didn't necessarily feel like out of place because, I, as a pretty extroverted person, it was fine. But I did notice how、um, my, I guess,、uh, need for finding people like me、um, played out, especially my first day. So, my best friend and I, we actually met、um, because we were、um, in the same dorm. And the first night, we had a We had a、um, like freshman get together, like, hey, welcome to you know, college,、mm-hmm. like, welcome to the dorm. And the thing I remember very distinctly and how we became friends is the both of us were particularly looking for people that looked like us. So we, we were like, all right, where is the other Asian kid <laughs> if there is one? And we found each other and we're like, hey, you know, like, you're Asian too. All right, I guess we can hang out. And,、um, That was like the start of our friendship. But,、uh, you know, how it played out for the rest of the college career, like it was, it was really interesting getting to know,、um, honestly, a, a culture or a different culture of people that I wasn't really hanging out with until then.、Um, I had been exposed to, you know,、um, some more westernized or Caucasian people, but、um, not until Biola did I really like actually spend. A majority of my time、right. with you know, I was surrounded by them in class, like I was living with them, and it that taught me a lot about how different my culture was from someone else's and how much value their culture does have, as well as my culture and what we can bring together. And that was that was definitely、um, the largest change was just I was living with like people who weren't like me anymore.、Right. I wasn't just staying at my parents' house and and maybe occasionally going to a friend's house to like. Hang out and play. I was like doing life with these people. I was living with these people. So,、um, you know, learning learning the quirks and some struggles too.、Um, just about like, you know, why do you do this this way? It's like, oh, because, you know, that's that's how I have always known it.、Um, or、uh, one of the things that I've always been asked is like, oh, why do you always take off your shoes when you go into the dorm room? It's、right. like, well, <laughs> that's just my, like, That's just what I'm used to. And、I've, anytime I go home, like, that's the first thing I do is take off my shoes.、Um, and they're like, just walking around the room and I'm like, okay, you know, it's, it's cool. Yeah. So now that you've been through so many experiences,、um, how would you describe your community now?、Um, I mean, you, you're living in Arcadia now, right? Back, back at home. Yeah. So as an adult, I'm, I'm back in Arcadia.、Right. Um, and. You know, I'm staying at my parents and, you know, just trying to learn what living as an adult means now. And I don't think, 
I don't think culture really plays too much into my current um, sure. Like at least home situation. Like sure, I'm living at home, but I'm not. A lot of my community is not actually at home anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Most of my friends are are farther out, whether in L.A., Orange County, um, but just further out. And I think that's just a testament to adulthood. Yeah. Um, you know, I work in I work in Los Angeles. Um, I hang out frequently in Orange County, and those are where I, my friends have been more solidified. So my sense of community is a little bit torn because. I don't feel like I sense of, I have a sense of community at home, in the sense of like oh I have a lot of friends at home I can hang out with. There's a few here and there, um, but I feel like I ha- I have to go a little bit out of the way to make community, which is not a bad thing. Um, but it, it does feel like I'm kind of torn in in different right. directions. Yeah, I guess last question and kind of something you've been hitting on a little bit in your. And you're talking about like the adulting life of friendship and community. Like, yeah. Um, what would you say you've learned a lot about um, keeping and maintaining friends, even you know after college, after people are dispersed, you know, like people are hour hour to hours away from where you where you physically are. Um, do you have any advice on how to maintain those relationships? Um, um, even even despite the distance and um, and the time, yeah, and I know I got a little off topic of the primary right. co- topic of like hometown culture, but it's um, it's it's good. It's but, a good thing to talk about. Yeah, I'm actually going to rein it back a little bit since um, a lot of my friends right now are um, Asian Americans. Um, I would say probably seventy percent, maybe eighty percent of the friends I um, hang out with regularly are Asian American, um, and that's just circumstantially. Um, you know, I work with a lot of non-Asians, and I think I'm building more friendships there. But the ones that I have solidified and, and maintained um, are are predominantly Asian American. I think that's just based off of like where I spend the most time. And as far as you, to answer the question you asked, which is how do you um, maintain friendships across different distances and different times? Um, I'd say just it, it takes effort. You know, um, between yourself and the other person so you can put in all the effort you want but if the other person is not going to put in the effort it's going to be hard to maintain that friendship Mm -hmm. Um, and i think for every person as they grow up they have to find that that sweet spot of of give and take where um, i'm giving into this friendship Um, how much are they giving as well and you know if it's if it's pretty extreme one way or the other, like maybe you have, maybe you have to reevaluate a little right. bit and see if it's, if it's worth it long-term um, or maybe it's just not the right season for it. You know, I, I've, I've reconnected with some of my friends um, over time and that it, sometimes it's just like life circumstances happen. Um, but the ones that I, I cherish now, like it's, I'm putting the time and effort into um, making sure I am uh, making that friendship happen. Um, but they're doing the same as well. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Effort is just, it, it, it's, it could sound so plain, but it, it goes so far. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for, thanks for, thank you very much for sharing of just um, your own background and um, kind of where you are now. I think um, I'm always encouraged yeah. to, to just see you driving like distances from LA to OC. It's pretty far, um, yeah. but that effort really goes a long way, like like you talked about. And maybe a hint at a future topic is there's also another period where I moved away again into a very, right. very different area. And, 
yeah, again, more just like flip flopping back on the sides of like, do I, am I the minority? Am I the majority? Yeah. Where, where is that happening? So yeah. maybe more to come later. Definitely.、Um, so, kind of related for our wreck of the week,、um, our row、um, is、uh, restaurants.、Um, mm, kind of,、yes. you know, we've culturally been in different spectrums with Western food to Asian food to. Middle East, I don't know, it could be anything, right? Like,、yeah. all over the place. So,、um, how about our favorite food from our two major places we lived in? Ooh, yeah. yeah. So, our hometown, and since we talked about college, our college town. Yeah.、Um, I guess I'll go first. Yeah. What would、um, you say? So, Thousand Oaks is really known for,、um, they've got a lot of like barbecue type places.、Um, hmm. At least that's my impression growing up.、Um, yeah. There's this one place in、uh, Newberry Park, which is a city literally right next to Thousand Oaks, called、uh, Ranch Hands. And it is a tri tip sandwich、uh, shop.、Um, tri tip sounds great. It is good. And I know,、uh, Jesse, you're probably going to share about、uh, what is that place? Firestone? Ah,、uh, uh, yes. And Slow, that probably has much better tri tip sandwiches. But.、Um, This place, Ranch Hands in Newberry Park, was、uh, somewhere actually discovered like, oh man, either later in high school or early in college. It was pretty new, but、um, man, the, the meat is so tender. The, the, the barbecue sauce is perfectly tangy.、Um, just, just a great meal.、Um, I think for me in Irvine, let's see. I feel like I just got to go for the place I、uh, identify with the most as a Taiwanese person is、uh, ANJ. Okay.、Uh, ANJ okay. restaurants, a Taiwanese restaurant.、Um, it's just great beef noodle soup, great like, little dishes, great.、Um, I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm getting a little taste of Taiwan when I'm there.、Yeah. Not exactly as good because, you know, you can't really beat the. Night markets in Taiwan, but it, it, it's pretty good for what you can get in、uh, Southern California.、Um, so for me, Ranch Hands and ANJ、uh, in Irvine. How about you, Jesse? Yeah, for me, so、um, in Arcadia, I, I honestly would extend it out to the San Gabriel Valley, but something that I've really grown to appreciate is、um, legit Szechuan food. And、mm. that's become a pretty popular thing、um, amongst.、Uh, Obviously, the, the locals, but also、um, people who aren't uh, uh, Asian American or Asian,、um, trying to check out what this, like, what this whole cuisine is about.、Um, what I would recommend is Chengdu Taste. That's C H E N G D U Taste.、Um, it's in Alhambra. It's been around for a few years now. And every time I go, I'm always impressed with how many. Um, what I would say foreigners are coming to visit this restaurant,、um, or at least, again, non Asians.、Um, I'm actually really happy because、uh, I, it, I get to share that with other people, you know, like,、um, and I get, to, I get to watch and see their experience、um, trying this food and a food that I've grown to love and enjoy.、Um, it is a pretty intense experience because it's pretty spicy,、uh, but、yeah. it's, it's unique, you know.、Um, And I'm thinking about like college, and I was just looking through,、uh, I was looking through Yelp because that's what I use. Actually, that's how I,、um, that's the time I grew to use Yelp was during college and trying to find places to eat. 
the reason I did that be- is because La Mirada is a pretty residential city, right? And it doesn't really have that much to offer as far as like interesting food choices. It's pretty um, vanilla, uh, pretty bland. So actually, I would go to neighboring cities and find more there, whether it was Fullerton or Brea. Um, so I think, you know, I because I missed Asian food, I would go to Asian food a lot. Um, one is Mr. Barbecue um, mm. in Fullerton. That place is so solid, good. solid Korean barbecue. Um, otherwise, Brea was actually another popular stop. And just downtown Brea, um, finding just good quality eats. Um, forgetting the name of that restaurant, but the one that does the uh, waffle sandwich. Oh, Bruxy's? Bruxy's, yes. yes. Bruxy's was a whole new experience for me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that I think that would be something that if you haven't checked out, like if you've had chicken and waffles, um, you would appreciate this a lot. If you haven't, this is a good place to try it um, without having to wait forever. Um, chicken and waffles, what a unique combination I'd never considered when I was growing up. Yeah. Even remotely. Dude, yeah, there's one in Irvine too, and that when I had that for the first time, I was like, "This is this is a different world, man." Yeah, like who who thought to combine these exactly. things? It's it's amazing, you know. All right, well, that about wraps up our session today. Um, I felt like I learned a lot just from both sharing and hearing, um, kind of the the contrast that we've had growing up yeah, um, and same. going into college. Yeah, so um, just, you know, if you have any thoughts, uh, comments, or questions, um, we actually have some social media for you to follow and also to get in contact with us. So at twi- um, on Twitter and Instagram, our, uh, our tag is at JustJivePod. That's J-U-S-T-J-I-V-E-P-O-D, um, both on Twitter and Instagram. So you can, uh, you know, talk at us, uh, comment at us, and let us know what you're thinking. Um, if you want to uh, give us some feedback, we also have an email. Um, same thing, justjivepod at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are. Or if you want to um, hear a certain topic, uh, maybe something that we um, will have experiences or, or not. Um, and maybe we can bring someone right. on to talk about that. Yeah. So thank you again, everybody, for joining us today on Just Jive Pod. See you next time. See you. <laughs>